Did you know that God wants you to have wisdom? He wants you to know. He wants you to have understanding. He does. He wants you to know everything about him. He doesn't want to hold back anything. So this is Vision Eternity Ministries, and my name is Lee Klein. And just hang out with me, and I will show you from the Word of God that God does want you to have wisdom. He wants you to have a good life. He wants you to be ready when he comes to be that beautiful bride without spot or wrinkle. And that happens from doing his will. And we can't do his will without knowing his will, without having his wisdom. So let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you and praise you for teaching us your way today, showing us that we need to know what you're thinking, that we need to know, have your wisdom. Thank you for giving us wisdom today, Lord, to know. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory. Just take over, Lord. Take over. He's so good. He's so in love with us. And he wants you to know. In James 1.5, he said he gives to all liberally without all finding. If you want to know something, you can go to him and find out. If you're deficient in wisdom, let him ask the giving God who gives to everyone liberally, ungrudgingly, without reproaching or fault finding. He wants to give you wisdom. He wants you to know, why isn't this happening? How come this happened? What do I need to do? to receive my healing? What do I need to do to be ready for your return? How can I go and do that thing you're asking me to do? It seems impossible. Whatever you ask him, he has an answer. Mark 4 confirms that. He, he told a parable and the disciples were there around him and the others. And, and they began to ask him about the parables. And he said, to you has been given the mystery of the kingdom of God, the secret counsels of God, which are hidden from the ungodly. For those outside of our circle, everything becomes a parable. So you can have understanding. It's apparent. They were asking him. They wanted to know. And actually in James um, 5, James 1, 5, you can ask for wisdom. James 6 says, only if you're not double-minded, only if you're serious about seeking the Lord and doing his will, living in his kingdom. He doesn't give his wisdom to the person that isn't seeking him and serious about him. We just read confirmation of that twice. But he wants you to know he loves you and we're struggling because we don't have understanding. understanding. And so today he wants to give us that. And we have to also understand that his way is higher than our way. Right? That's what he said. And he said in Ephesians 3.20, which we talked about, but what I want to read to you again, him who in consequence of the action of his power, that is at work within him, within us, he is able to carry out his purpose and do superly, super abundantly, far above and um, all that we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. He can do more for you than you can think of. And that's the thing. That's sometimes how, why we don't receive from him because we can't think of it. If he tells you the answer, if he whispers something wonderful in your ear, are you just like, oh no, that can't happen. Oh no, I'm too broke for that to happen. Oh, that's impossible. Of course. 
Everything is possible for him who believes. With man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible, and he wants you to believe him. It's impossible to please him without faith, and so he wants you to have faith in him. So when, And that's the thing. When you go to him in faith, if you're not double-minded, if you're going to believe what he tells you, he's going to tell you. He is faithful. He's not holding out on us. So anyway, um, what else do I have? Oh, I wanted to talk about um, how he gives us instruction because that really is how he answers. He, he doesn't just do this thing that we're thinking he should do, but it's more than we think, more than we can imagine, understand without him. But he gives us instruction. The word tells us that. And I've experienced that. So an example in Luke 6, on the Sabbath day, Jesus was in the temple teaching. And a man was there whose right hand was withered. And the scribes and the Pharisees watched Jesus to see whether he would heal on the Sabbath. So that they might find a reason to accuse him. But Jesus knew their thoughts. And he said to the man with a withered hand, come stand here. So he's asking him to stand in the midst of the Pharisees who are judging and critical and discerning, right? And Jesus said, I ask you, is it lawful to, to do good on the Sabbath or to do harm, to save a life or destroy it? And after looking around at all of them, he said, stretch out your hand. And he did so, and his hand was restored. So notice, in front of all the critical people, he was to stretch out his hand. And when he did that, he was healed. Jesus is going to ask you to do something as your faith action. You have to have faith to be healed. Another story that I think is very good, and it, it shows the point in how we miss it. You know, we think Jesus should do it this way. We think this should happen. But remember, his ways are higher than our ways, and he's giving us instruction to move into his kingdom. And when we follow those instructions, we're having faith in him so that he can actually do something. Okay, so there's, there was this man, um, Naaman, and he had leprosy. And Elijah was sent to him to tell him what to do, to be healed. And he was to dunk in the Jordan River seven times. I wanted to give you this reference. Um, Second Kings. Just read, yeah, all of it. Second Kings. It's good to read the word, to have understanding. So anyway, he came to tell him to dunk in the Jordan River seven times. And he didn't want to. He wanted to dunk in a different river. The rivers of Damascus. Better than all the waters of Israel. May I not wash and be clean in there? So he turned and he went away in a rage. And, and actually before that, he was angry. He said in verse 11, Behold, I thought he would surely come out to me and stand and call the name of the Lord his God and wave his hand over the place and heal the leper. Wave his hand over the place and heal the leper. Yeah. So, you know, we do that. We expect, oh, I want to just stand in this healing line and this man of God is going to touch me and I'm going to be healed. But 
and, and that can be a faith action if if that is what if that is the wisdom that you receive. But you know, so many people have this mindset that they don't have to do anything, and um, that you know it can just happen, just whichever way they think it should happen. Like Naaman, he didn't want to dunk in the Jordan River seven times. He didn't want to do it. And lots of times God has told me to do things I didn't want to do. But after I did them, it happened. So anyway, his servants came to him and, you know, they questioned him. And it's like, why don't you want to just do this? Just wash and be clean. So they went down and he dipped seven times in the Jordan as the man of God said. And his flesh was restored like that of a child. And he was clean. That's all there was to it, just to do what he was told to do. So the word that Jesus has for us today is to go to him and ask. Ask for that wisdom and listen closely for that answer. And then when you hear the answer, do it. And if you're not sure that you heard the right answer, ask again. And then maybe he'll say something like he said to me, well, why aren't you doing this to get rid of this problem? This is what I told you to do. Right? Yeah. And so then your faith action is to just go and do that. And even if it doesn't happen right away, just keep keep doing that thing that he told you to do. He had a dunk in the Jordan River seven times. The thing that God asked me to do, he said it was going to take seven days, actually. And um, he, he just, he, he's going to give you instruction and you got to follow that instruction to the T. And as I said, sometimes we don't recognize what he said to do, but when you keep on seeking and keep on knocking, he's going to make sure that you get it. But yeah, his ways are so much higher than our ways that, you know, we we just come in there with what makes sense. And what makes sense isn't his answer. It, it just doesn't make sense sometimes what he tells you to do. Why did he have to dunk in the Jordan River seven times? Because um, he was given an opportunity to have faith in what the man of God said to him. You know, lots of times, if you're not listening to yourself, God will send someone and tell you, you know, you're having this problem because you're doing that. Fix it. Fix it. And that problem will be solved. More than you can ask or think he has for you. And so if he tells you to do something that just sounds really crazy, just do it. Just do it. And then you will receive from him. Revelation 3.19, Jesus said that he dearly and tenderly loves those who he corrects. Sometimes we need a correction. That that answer could be in you need to forgive. Or you you lied and you need to fix that. Whatever he tells you to do is your faith instruction to get to that place that you can receive from him. And again, receiving from him is being a witness for him. If, if you're always living um, under the curse because you won't obey him, that's not a witness for him. If you're not bringing his will into the manifestation in your life because you're not obeying him, you're not doing his will and you won't be ready on that day. Jesus wants you to be ready. He wants you to be without spot or wrinkle. He's telling us time after time, day after day, the things that we need 
to do to be ready for him on that day. And so today, again, get his wisdom, do what he said to do, bring that promise into manifestation so you're making him look good or to make him look good so others are attracted to him. So others can see the good God that he is. So Revelation 3.19, he dearly and tenderly corrects those he loves. And so today he's once again correcting us. If you didn't think you were supposed to ask, if you didn't think you're gonna if you didn't think you're supposed to have wisdom, if you think that you're just supposed to be walking in the dark and whatever happens, happens for a reason, whatever God's gonna do, he's gonna do without your participation. That was wrong. Ask for wisdom. And then do that instruction and expect more than you can even ask or think. The thing that you couldn't think of, ask him to help you to think of it. Ask him to help you to receive it. And then you're going to receive it on the inside. You're going to be filled with joy. You're going to understand. You're going to understand how good he is and how much good he wants for you. He's an amazing God. And he can do more than you can ask or think if you give him that opportunity. So that's what I have for you today. If you would love, love to ask, ask him, yes, love to ask him to come and live on the inside of you and be your God. If you're ready to heed his voice so he can be your God, Revelation 3.20, he's going to live on the inside of you. If you heed his voice, I will pray with you. Pray with me today. Ask him. Commit to him. Be that bride, that glorious bride without spot or wrinkle just by following him and obeying him. Jesus, we want to follow you. We want to do everything you tell us to do. We want that instruction. We want to be without spot or wrinkle. We want to represent you. We don't want to live a mediocre life where nothing's happening. But we want to be in that greater work, bringing your will to pass, showing you off, Showing the world how good you are. So wonderful. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Give us wisdom. We're asking for your wisdom. And we're going to do what you tell us to do so that you can be magnified. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory. Jesus is telling me he has a word for us. He's saying, if you haven't been listening, I may have already sent someone to you. And that word that they spoke to you, I will confirm that word when you seek me. Seek me with all your heart. Seek me for wisdom. And I will confirm that word you. That was for somebody today, or maybe more than one person. If you're not listening, you're not asking for wisdom, but he knows that you love him, he's going to send someone to you. And then he's going to confirm that word in your heart. Or maybe he already said it to you and you didn't recognize it. And so he sent someone to you. 
Talk to him every day. Listen. Find out what he's thinking. That's what he's saying. I want you to know what I'm thinking. When you find out what he's thinking, you got wisdom. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless.